Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Chronicles of Faye. Breathe deeply, close your eyes, get comfortable, and allow yourself to drift away. Just drift in this moment of peace, calm, assurance. Let yourself just soar. Let us enjoy a magical moment together in the Chronicles of Faith. Well, everyone, this is your hostess, Faye Wild. Let us just breathe together. Just breathe together. While I call in the elements, shall I? Earth, we thank you for your growth for your truth, for your stability. Air, we thank you for your intuition, your creativity, your peace. Fire, we thank you for your courage, your passion, and will. Water, we thank you for your healing of mind, body, and spirit the ability to change and the ability of rebirth life or divine we thank you for the life-giving force that is within all of us the power to seek beyond ourselves in the realm of spirit and the passion to do what we need to do light we thank you for your illumination of the truth whatever it is for each of us we thank you for your moonlight and starlight and we also thank you for the power of revelation magic we thank you for the gifts to greet, the gifts of inspiration, and the gifts that give us peace to do, to think, to act, and to continually walk the spiral of life. So would it be. We'll open with a prayer to the divine, whoever that is for each of you, be it God, be it the spirits, 
we call upon the inner divine, the divine that guides and guides us all. I call upon the divine being or beings that through our consciousness, through the raising of our consciousness, we might help change the world with the inner light. So mode it be. To the hungry all over the world, I extend my inner light. To the homeless who have no homes, I extend my inner light. To the people suffering from mental illness, I extend my inner light. To the people who are suffering physical illness, I extend my inner light. To the soldiers who are fighting and dying all over the world for freedom, for peace, I extend my inner light. To the oppressed all over the world who cannot fight for their own freedom, I extend my inner light. To all those who are in hospitals right now, I extend my inner light. To those who are in prison, I extend my inner light. To the downtrodden and the lonely, I extend my inner light. To all the children who have no home, I extend my inner light. To people who are experiencing spiritual pain, I extend my inner light. To the people who feel hopeless, I extend my inner light. To all people on the planet who are suffering in any way, I extend my inner light. And we'll end with a prayer. I extend my inner light to all who need it. 
to the planet, to the earth itself, to the universe and the multiverse, to the kindred's good who need the inner light. I ask that this inner light be manifested in the universe and in the multiverses, that through my inner light I might bring forth changes. I call upon the power within the gifts of the divine that I might remember the inner light within all beings. I call upon the inner light to snuff out the darkness that causes suffering, pain, loneliness, fear, illness, and all things that are not profitable. Thanks be to the divine for the gift of empathy. So mote it be. Welcome. It's time to relax and breathe and meditate. Take this time now to sit comfortably or lie down. Let's focus on our breath as we do so, making sure we are completely comfortable, completely relaxed, completely rested. Take several deep breaths in and out. In and out. In, tighten all the facial muscles. Out, relax them. In, tighten your shoulders and your neck. Out, relax them. In, tighten up your arm muscles. Out, relax them. In, Tighten up your hands. Relax them out. In. Tighten up your stomach muscles. Your chest. And out. Relax them. In. Tighten up your thigh muscles. Out, relax them. In, tighten up your lower leg muscles. And relax them out. Tighten up just your feet next. In, and relax them out. 
Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Loosen up any tense muscles that, that might be tense. Let your body become completely relaxed. Close your eyes. As you do, feel your body. Pay attention to how relaxed it is. Now, visualize a calm blue sea of light. This calm blue sea of light is warm, very warm, like liquid silk. You feel yourself drifting in to it, sinking lower and lower and lower. Breathing in, sink lower. Breathing out, drifting further in to the sea of blue light. Breathing in, going lower. Out, drifting further. on your breathing only the blue light surrounding you should be all that you're focusing on calm deep blue light like the light of dusk like the like the light seen when the sun is almost set that light is calming, peaceful, tranquil. That light is all around you. Now, as you breathe in, feel all those worries that your mind has been feeling over the past week or month, just drift out, drift away like a black cloud, see that black cloud growing larger and larger next to your head. Now, as you take a forceful breath out, 
So in, gather all those worries. See them as a big cloud. Now as you breathe out, see that black cloud dissipating, going away, drifting away, dissolving into that blue light. Eyes closed, mind at rest, just listening to my voice, relaxing, being calm, being at peace, letting your mind relax. That's it. All those worries are gone. It's a peaceful time, a calm time. Let your mind just be calm, relax, and at peace. Now breathe in. Sink lower, lower, till your body lands on some very soft, warm, golden sand. Let your body just relax all of that beautiful blue light above you and all around you, letting that golden sand just cushion you. Breathing in, breathing out. Mind and body at rest.
sacred fire dance the night away as we call our circle near come and bless us here holy fire sacred fire dance the night away holy fire sacred fire dance the night away as we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Holy fire, sacred fire, dance the night away. As we call our circle near, come and bless us here. Hey everyone. Um, so today I'm going to talk about crystals and their uses. First, before I go into it, 
I'm not going to name all of the crystals because it would be quite uh, a long podcast. And I know a bit about crystals, but it doesn't mean, like, that I know everything about them. Um, So crystals, um, before I get into their uses and things like that, I want to say that any healing, talk of healing, uh, this is not uh, this is not advice that you should not take without medical supervision. You know, I'm not responsible. I'm not a doctor. So please don't uh, take my uh, healing advice <laughs> without some uh, levity. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm not. <clears throat> this is not a substitution for medical advice is what I'm trying to say. So... Crystals are important in magic because they are very old and they have a lot of energy to them. You can store them. Uh, They can store a lot of energy. Um, Charging your crystals now. Um, There are three main ways to charge them. You can charge them under running water, but make sure that the, the... uh, crystal isn't polished and make sure that your crystal do do research please I mean this is what I do all the time do research to make sure that the crystal isn't going to dissolve in water for example selenite is a great healing stone um, but if you run it under water it pretty much dissolves um, but most a lot of crystals aren't like that um, Another way you can do it is if you can find a space of earth, you know, that is relatively clean. What do I mean by clean? I mean, it doesn't have trash buried in it and things like that. Um, You can bury your crystal in the ground for a few moments um, to ground it back into the earth to take away any energy that might be in the crystal. I emphasize charging and 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 cleansing your crystals because you know when you go to your reputable uh, rock shop, metaphysical shop, um, new age store, whatever uh, they call themselves, um, the one that I have often frequented, they call it a, um, a rock shop, metaphysical shop. Um, but people tend to touch them. And I don't know about you, but if I'm going to be using a crystal for a particular purpose, I'm going to want it cleansed of any other energies. Um, And so, um, you know, I want to make sure that the the crystal is, is cleansed of any energies except for mine. This is why... I, um, when I came home last year from the Renaissance Fair, and I had, um, I had that wand, um, with the crystal, I wanted it, I wanted to bury it in the earth for a minute to try and pull out any energy that shouldn't be there. You can also lay your crystals out under, uh, sunlight or moonlight to, to charge them and cleanse them of any uh, residual energies that 
shouldn't be there. Um, that's very important. You want to make sure that your crystals are clean and pure of any energy superiors. <clears throat> also, um, you want to make sure that when you do start to use your crystals, every so often you do uh, run them under running water, if they can handle that, or charging them um, and cleansing them. Not to get rid of your energy, but because um, they store a lot of energy. And if, for example, you're using rose quartz, for example, to deal with emotions, um, sometimes the energy can build up within the crystal and you just want to give it, give it a nice boost and, uh, keeping it from being, um, keeping it from being overloaded as so that it can do its job. Um, if you're going to be using crystals and amulets, you especially want to make sure that the, the item is cleansed. Now, what's the difference between an amulet and a talisman? An amulet is usually uh, something that is, is made. Um, it's usually like some people will call it their magical pouch or their um, whatever. That It's usually uh, something that contains a lot of different properties. It may have herbs, it may have stones, it may have um, a few drops of essences of oils, and it might have things that are powerful to you, such as feathers, humanely gotten, for example, uh, taking feathers that have been dropped. Um, actually, I do have some crow feathers that are packed somewhere that were humanely harvested. And what I mean by humanely harvested is they, they were found, um, they were found in the woods and, um, and, you know, they were found in the woods, uh, they had fallen, um, from birds who shed them, of course. So, yeah, I don't recommend, you know, killing an animal for your feathers, but I love my crow feathers because they are, uh, they are a symbol of, you know, of, uh, when I was honoring the Morrigan, um, you know, they, they represented her, but like they can be reconsecrated to the dark God. Um, so, uh, if your amulet has, has feathers, crystals, herbs, things like that, talismans, usually a piece of jewelry, that is magically consecrated for a particular use. Uh, so, but definitely, if you're going to be using crystals, you want to have them cleansed before you put them in an amulet and give it to somebody or carry it yourself. Um, so, let's talk about some particular crystals. Agates are. A nice stone for healing. There's uh, lots of different ones. Uh, they usually come from Brazil, India, or Russia. There's Plulace agates. 
There's banded agates. There's yellow and agate, orange agate, um, green and blue agates, uh, white agates, and agates to get are very healing. They're a very healing uh, stone. The um, the orange agate is really good for clearing the sacral chakra and healing of uh, traumas that often occur within the sacral chakra. Uh, I don't do much with chakras. I used to do a lot with chakras, but I don't really do much with chakras. Maybe I will do a quick healing, uh, maybe a quick... Uh, cleansing of each one but I don't really hold to that science particularly because it doesn't resonate with me some people might resonate more with chakras um, the reason why I might use the rainbow light is more to more to target certain areas it's different I think than chakras because in those, you're particularly going for specific uh, points of energy. Whereas, like, I might use green light for healing, um, orange light maybe for cleansing, um, cleansing and healing and keeping my internal organs going, yellow light to disperse any depression, uh, blue light. Or green light for heart energies and and compassion and and that kind of thing. Blue light for communication. Uh, violet light for uh, or indigo light to cleanse my third eye and violet light to um, to do to um, heal any spiritual stuff. And of course, I use a lot of white light and golden light. Um, in the meditations, probably that uh, that uh, that I have done out here, I also use blue light for calming. Um, but I digress. Um, the blue green agate is a good all-around healing stone. The green agate is often used in Tibetan statues to make the eyes. Because um, it is a link to divine power. It, it shows off the divine power and mercy of the god or goddess <clears throat> that is being, uh, being sculpted. Um, blue lace haggate is a good around, all-around calming energy. The blue-green agate is good for good for working with heart and throat chakras. For example, in um, communication, they'll open up the the throat chakra and the heart chakra so that when you communicate to someone, you do it in a heartful, compassionate way. Um, uh, <coughs> so. Those are agates. Of course, you can do a lot more research on the agates if you would like to. 
amethyst. Amethyst is a really good, um, a really good stone for uh, psychic, psychic energies. So if you're wanting to develop your third eye a bit more, you could carry one. Um, they're also good at um, piercing the veil between the realm of spirit and physical. So you could, if you're wanting more uh, connection with um, divinity or um, for those of you who uh, astral travel, um, it's good at, at that. Um, Aventurine. Aventurine is known as the luck stone. Um, and um, I'd like to focus on this for a moment because if you remember the crystal elixirs uh, episode quite a while ago, I talked about making crystal elixirs by, by putting your crystals around your singing bowl, then vibrating them or, or singing or humming a vibration. Um, <clears throat> and then placing those around, around a glass of water to bring the energy into the water. For example, if you, if you, for example, want to go out on the town and have good luck, you could make a crystal elixir by first vibrating them to bring up the energy of the adventure. Um, and then, um, placing those stones around some water, charging it in the full moon um, energy, or if you have some full moon char water charge, placing those around that full moon water for a night will uh, bring the energy up in that water. And then you can take that water and you could place it in a bath and bathe in that and place a few drops of essential oils that bring in the in good luck and prosperity maybe carry one and that will bring you luck um i in fact uh, uh have used it it wasn't a lot of luck but i did get a lot of luck out of it this must have been i think oh like 2007 ish i Went with a friend to a casino, but before I went, um, I went to my rock shop and I said, I need something for luck. And so I got a nice green and green adventuring that had like gold flecks in it. And I had it in my pocket and I kept it. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like, like I said, it wasn't a lot, but I think I got like 30 or $40 out of it. Um, me, someone who doesn't go to casinos very often. But, you know, it was, it was nice. And uh, I did thank the spirits for that uh, luck that came around. Um, like I said, I'm just mentioning a few of my of stones that, um, that I particularly have used. Uh, clear quartz, oh no, clear quartz is probably my favorite stone because it is an amplifier. It amplifies whatever you're doing. So if you're going to make a healing amulet with some, uh, with some agate, 
and some maybe rose quartz for emotional healing, uh, some, um, some, um, Maldivite for dealing with, uh, emotional problems, um, adding a clear quartz to that will, uh, boost the energy. I also think of it, uh, the clear quartz as a light stone. Sorry about that. My voiceover likes to talk. Um, I think of uh, a clear quartz as my light stone because it is so powerful and clean and clear. And it, you know, if you turn it just right, it does reflect light. Of course, as I said, as I've said multiple times, I can't see very much, but I do know that if I, if I turn it in a, a clear quartz in the sun, uh, it's got to be a really bright, sunny day for me to do it. But, like, yeah, you see different colors in it. Um, but I do. I think of it as a, as a good light stone. And it's very much, if you're into candle magic, it's very much like the white candle. It can be used to pretty much do anything. If you want to have protection, to absorb negative energy... I mean, there are better stones for those, and I'm going to be talking about those. But, I mean, if you if that's all you have in a pinch, it will work. Um, clear quartz is amazing. It does a lot. Um, and, and that's why it's probably my favorite stone, because I don't have all the energy to go around going, hmm, I need this particular stone for this particular thing. And... And because I love clear quartz, I have collected quite a few of them, most of them packed still, um, in with my altar supplies and stuff. But, um, but yeah, clear quartz is so powerful and, and I love it. It's, it's just amazing. I actually have a clear quartz crystal ball for scrying, um, also packed. But I mean the, the the clear quartz that is on my altar is is really powerful and and I love it. Um, I do. I just I just think of it as a a light stone, very powerful. Rose quartz, as I've said, rose quartz is very good for dealing with emotions, for dealing with emotions. For example, clearing up any uh, bad emotions that you might be having dealing with depression. It's also a very powerful love stone. So if you want to use it for passion spells, again, not using it for forcing someone's will, but if you're in a committed relationship and you want to up some of that passion magic, you can can slip a few uh, rose quartz around the bed, that kind of thing light perhaps some red candles with uh, dressed with some cinnamon oil that might work um you know to, to just sort of you know bring some of that up into your life and stuff like that like i said in the love magic one i don't believe in love magic spells but you know if you're in a committed relationship with someone um you know I don't see any problem with adding a little passion to the romance. 
you know, it's no different than, you know, taking your beloved to a nice dinner, maybe to a movie or a concert, and then afterwards having uh, time alone together, Um, you know. Uh, Let's see, what else? Um, Ah, yes, stones for dealing with negativity. A lot of people would probably need these stones. Um, So, um, I mean, I know it's technically not a stone. It's petrified wood, but it is a very powerful one. And that is jet, and that is very powerful to get rid of any... Uh, negativity and dealing with evil and banishing that kind of thing. Onyx is another great one for such for that. And I've kept Onyx around. It's good for sucking up negative energy as well as protecting you. Uh, Hematite. Hematite is a nice grounding stone because it has iron inside of it is a very grounding, um, earthy stone, I guess is the best way to put it. It's, um, it sucks out negativity. It's good for protection. It's good for grounding you. For say you're, you're a bit flighty and you're kind of all over the place and impulsive. Hematite is a nice, soothing, grounding stone. Um, that will tend to get you uh, grounded into a place where you're feeling uh, feeling a lot more settled, leveled, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, yeah, I mean, those are great. Um, let's see what else. There are so many stones, uh, and, uh, and, and bits of mineral. Um, obsidian, obsidian is another great protector, um, uh, sucker out of of negativity. I don't know what else to call it. Cleanser of negativity energy. So, for example, if you want to make a nice amulet, for example, that, um, for example, say you've been having a lot of stress lately and it's tied within emotions and there's a lot of stress in the home. You could make an amulet of sea salt, perhaps uh, blended with just a few drops of lavender to bring in that peace and harmony. Because that's another thing you want to know about magic too, is if you take something out, you have to refill it with something else. It's nice to do a protection spell for your home, to take out negativity, to banish it, but you have to bring something in. So sea salt with a little lavender and some sandalwood oils, um, some jet, onyx, and obsidian, and then maybe a rose quartz, um, and then maybe a rose quartz stone, um, for bringing in those, that, out of those negative things, and, um, some angelica, if you can get it for healing, uh, and 
that would make a good amulet to carry with you. Put it under your pillow when you're sleeping. Put it in your car when you're driving. Put it in your pocket. The thing that the thing about amulets, though, is you have to be committed to it. You have to be committed to having it with you all the time. And then once you are done with the amulet, you want to, uh, you want to, um, uh, perhaps flush the salt away, and then um, take the stones and bury them in the earth and give thanks to your spirits, the gods, Mother Earth, whoever, uh, and, and thanks for, for doing its job. Um, so those are some of the crystals that are, um, that I wanted to talk to you about. And I want to thank you guys for paying attention this long while I talk about crystals. I know someone who is a lot more devoted to stone magic uh, as I said, I'm more of a kitchen witch, but uh, hope you enjoyed this chat. Peace. Hello, everyone. Let's take a moment now, at this time, to thank the elements who've been with us through this journey of this podcast. Earth, we thank you for your stability. For your power to bring abundance to us all. And the power to sleep as well. We thank her. For her powers of regeneration. Air, we thank you for the power of the intellect, the mind. And the power of freedom. We thank him now. Fire. We thank him for his intellect and his power of uh, his power of will and desire. We thank you, Fire, for your power to inspire within us that passion for all things that we hold to and want in our lives. We thank you, Fire. We thank Water for her powers of rebirth for her powers of healing and transformative energy. We thank you, water, life. We thank life. We thank all, for all is divine and beautiful and sacred. Life is sacred. We thank you all. We thank you, life. Light, we thank it for its powers of revelations of truth. However, each of us finds that truth. We thank it for the power to purify. Magic. We thank you for the power to create, the power to move, to change the world through our thoughts. We thank you. 
We thank you, spirits of plant and animal. We thank you, spirits of mountains and rivers and oceans and all the elemental kingdoms. And we thank you as well, kindred who are good to us, the good they, the good she, the good elven kind, and all those known and unknown. We thank you. And at this time, we also thank you, Mother Nature, Dark God, for allowing me the the gifts of this podcast. Someone to be.